up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. On a Monday morning, Michelle, good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh, wow. We are very peppy on this Monday morning, aren't we? Sure, why not? Sure, why not? <laughs> it's a great day to be here talking about sport ball. You know what I'm saying? Sport ball, yes. We love good old sport ball. What better way to start the week? How was your weekend? Did you have a good old time? It was good. We, you know, we're at uh, peak uh, leaf peeping season here in upstate New York, which means the pumpkin beers are flowing, the campfires are burning, and it's just honestly gorgeous. I have to just, I spent as much time outside uh, this weekend, uh, you know, other than watching football. However, I will say, I did try something new for my football setup this week. I, I took, I took a big, I took like a, a projector put it outside on my porch and watched TV, watch the games. You know, you just have to have as much outside time as possible before like it's snowing. So, you know, as I said, pumpkin beers are flowing, the fires are burning and uh, I'm watching Sunday football out um, amidst all that beautiful glory up here. That feels very apropos. Um, I feel like I've had a little bit of a different setup this week also. Uh, If you tuned into Friday's episode, you know that I'm down in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, man, it sure doesn't, it doesn't feel like football season, but that's only because it's so damn nice here. Like, I understand <laughs> why people move here. And I've seen so many college football fans walking around, lots of like USC Gamecocks and things like that. So it feels like a sports town. I like it down here. And it's been fun to watch right. in like a little bit of a different environment. It feels very sporty in Charleston, South Carolina. Very sporty indeed. Well, hopefully you can um, shout at some folks down uh, there and uh, tell them to listen to our show, specifically The Huddle, which we're going to get into right now, kicking off your Monday, putting 60 seconds on a good old-fashioned timer on our phone here. Um, Kate and I love competition. We obviously compete against one another and, frankly, ourselves, which is why we give ourselves 60 seconds to see how many of these headlines we can read um, to make sure you just know what's going on around the world of sports. Um, honestly, we usually mess words up and names up and it happens. We're not perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if we don't get to all of them, we're just going to make sure you know them anyway. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, I think it's, it's high time that we go ahead and get into it. We've got nine headlines today and we've got 60 seconds as always. So, uh, Mich- all right. So Michelle, I- I'm, I'm going to count, I'm going to count you down. You're going to start this week. Okay. All right. All right. We'll switch okay. it up. All right, in three, two, one, sport ball. NFL veteran wide receiver Cole Beasley has retired after 11 NFL seasons. Aaron Judge sets a new American League record with 62 home runs. And an auction house is prepared to pay $2 million for the historic ball. Uh, Matthew Barzell signed an eight-year extension worth $73.2 million that will keep the star forward with the New York Islanders. NBA GMs see the Milwaukee Bucks winning the title and a first MVP for Dallas Mavericks star Luka Doncic. The Atlanta Braves clinched their fifth straight NL East title with a win over the Miami Marlins. And CeCe Sabathia celebrates seven years of sobriety in a recent Instagram post. Woo! France is confident that basketball star Joel Embiid will represent their country in the 2024 Olympics, not the USA. And at least one person has died at a Boca Junior soccer match after a fight broke out between fans and tear gas was released. Oof. Okay. Wow. Right on time. Right first on of all. time. 
well done. Well done. Nine seems to be our, our sweet spot there. Oh, yeah. Um, wait, so this is sad. Should we start with Should we start with this sad and somewhat disturbing? Uh, we'll, we'll, tell me more about this yeah, yeah. Boca Juniors soccer match here. I, I will, and I, uh, we're not a soccer show, so I apologize for all the soccer stands out here if, uh, if, I'm, uh, if I'm butchering this at all. But right now, the, this Boca Juniors team, which is a, an athletic junior team in Argentina, um, it's in Buenos Aires, and uh, in this particular league, I mean, we all know that soccer is just unbelievably popular, and these sport clubs really do go at it yeah. and, and go yeah. tooth and nail for their teams, but this one is sad. Um, there was tear gas brought out when um, some fans Jeez. got into a scrum and a brawl, and uh, it sounds like one person did unfortunately pass, and... Uh, it caught it caught my eye this headline because it just it soccer continues to be one of the most most ruthless fan base fan bases yeah. and, and most adamant and uh, but I, I don't think I've seen people actually you know have tear gas brought out because it just got so rowdy so um, this one was shocking to see. Well, you know, uh, people obviously take their football clubs very seriously. Uh, I am learning how serious mm-hmm. people take their football clubs from this headline. But also, I've been watching that show, uh, uh, Welcome to Wrexham with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yes. So it's really giving me like, you know, because it's it's not the same in America the way that it is, you know, um, in other parts of the world. But I'm really learning like how big a part uh, how big these clubs are, you know, in people's lives uh, in the local places. And, and people are obviously very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, I, I know that the uh, AFA, the Argentine Football Association, had said that they strongly repudiate the events that took place that day uh, and that they're committed to eradicating that sort of an incident. So hopefully there's there's good to be taken from this at the very least. There we there we go. There we go. Okay, on to uh, some other possibly more uplifting news. Um, I love this headline about CC Sabathia. Yes. I happen to also see this on Instagram. I truthfully don't think I even knew that he was going through or working towards, you know, sobriety yeah. um, over these past seven years. But amazing for him. He looks great. He's always with his family, and uh, congrats to him on seven years of sobriety. That's really incredible. Yes, congratulations to him. Also a congratulations in order for potentially the Dallas Mavericks uh, and Luka Doncic, who is scoped to be, for the first time, Luka being the MVP for the year. And... uh, if right now I the mean, projection is for the Bucks winning the title this year, what do you think? I know they're, t- uh, you know, uh, they're taking some early swings. Obviously, I think these make sense. Um, I this this headline caught my my uh, attention just because I yeah. thought it was funny that like the NBA GMs were talking about this. I'm like, are they all putting their uh, their bets in early on these two? That's but, right. Uh, but yeah, uh, remains to be seen. You know what happens there. But that's uh, that's the internal buzz. Uh, on who's going to take home some of the titles this year. I love it. I love it. Um, let's talk. We got to talk about Aaron Judge. I was just Hello? about to. We have to. I was just about to say that if we're talking about celebration, we need to talk about Aaron Judge. I mean, sixty-two, 62 baby. Every... Sixty-two home runs. Amen. Uh, all rise for the Judge. Absolutely. He made it. It's a. It's an amazing milestone. Uh, one that as the the um, season was coming to an end, uh, we're obviously now. You know 
in full playoff swing with wild card games, um, etc. So he really snuck this one in right before the end of the regular right. season. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Couldn't happen under better circumstances. I think this is his way of saying like I I hopefully I I am what I I am worth what I say I'm worth. I hope the Yankees feel the same way after this season. Um, 62 home runs. I do not count Barry Bonds or Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa because Cheaters. of all the drugs that they did. Cheaters. So I don't, them, I don't though. count them. Aaron Judge is my is my uh, home run uh, victor. And uh, hey, you know who else is the victor? Whoever caught that ball. <laughs> you know, two million dollars for a baseball seems so wild, but it is it is history. And it is the... Yes, it is. It's history in the making. I love that Aaron Judge is on the huddle every single week as a headline because the numbers just keep ticking up. We'll see if he can keep it going. I don't know. I mean, I just I just hope that... I Look, I, I am very happy for him. As I said, I am also very happy for myself as a Yankee fan um, that I didn't have to tooth and nail get through wild card this year. So I'm just really looking forward to see... Uh, how this team comes mm-hmm. together in the playoffs, and and hopefully Aaron Judge can continue uh, to lead this team um, to victory throughout the the playoff season here in October. Oh, absolutely! And uh, while we're on the topic of baseball, it's worth noting that the Atlanta Braves, like we mentioned, clinched their fifth straight NL East title over the Marlins. So, congratulations but- to any Braves fans out there. It's been a nice five years. I mean. The, yeah, and the Braves made a hell of a run at the end of this season. I, I think uh, I think they they ended up winning the division. The Mets were leading the division for the majority of the season. That's right. The Braves made an insane run at the end of the year to squeeze on in there. Um, and yeah, I mean they are they are always an October force to be reckoned with. Absolutely. Um, which other headlines do you want to talk about, Michelle? We've gotten through most of them. There's a couple left here. I, I know that we. Uh, we started by saying Cole Beasley, who is now an NFL veteran and a retiree, has left the league midseason after 11 seasons. I know. This one was kind of a funny one. Um, you know, I think we talked about him a few episodes back um, as he signed a – I thought he signed a deal with the Bucks because the Bucks had so many injuries. So they bring they in Cole Beasley. He plays for one game. He gets a few looks, nothing crazy. The Bucks get healthy uh, in the wide receiver position, and then the next headline is Cole Beasley's out and retired. So <laughs> I guess he was trying for one last hoorah over there uh, w- with Tom and the Bucks. Didn't really pan out, um, but we loved watching Cole. Uh, I definitely had him in uh, in fantasy uh, a few different times uh, over the course of his uh, of his career, and um, yeah, he has uh, he's finally decided to hang those cleats up after eleven seasons. Uh. Uh, Got to get that one last paycheck. It's one last money grab before retirement. No, congratulations to Cole Beasley. He's so much fun to watch. I will miss watching him on the field, but seems like now was the time. The time has come. Well, speaking of hanging up our cleats, I think, I think that's taking us to the end of the huddle this week. Short and sweet. Lots of sport ball things for y'all to be talking about throughout your week. And then guess what? On Friday, you can tune back in and we'll go through Stardom Sidem as we do every week during fantasy football. Yes, tune in on Friday at 8 a.m. for week six Stardom Sidem with your draft queens. Uh, and remember to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. And if you like the show, 
please, it helps if you give us five stars and write a positive review. It helps people find us and, and tune into Draft Queens also. So share the love. And Michelle, it's been a great Monday morning. I feel woken up. I'm ready to hit this week. Straight pop it straight in the face. We're going to go right for it. We're going to get right into it. Um, and I hope everybody else feels rejuvenated, refreshed, and ready to kick off your week. We will see you on Friday. 